Is green energy really the way forward? It's a very good question, and that's what we're going to try and come up with a balanced argument with on this episode. There's been a lot of push on on greener energy in the last few years, but the question has to be, is it really the way forward, and is it worth it? Now, before you throw your toys out the pan thinking, oh, Rob, you're, you know, you're such an old school person. You've got your, you know, all, you're all about oil and gas and, and this sort of stuff. And we've got to make the planet better and all that sort of stuff. I agree with that. I do believe that, you know, we, through technology and so forth, can make the planet uh, a better, greener and more efficient place in which to live, breathe, work, and you know have fun. I get that, and I agree with that. What gets me and grinds my gears is the way in which we are being told and pushed to do it. There are a lot of things behind the scenes, a lot of lies going on and a, a bigger agendas in play, and I'm a firm believer of that, and it's worth digging into these things and trying to, number one, understand it, uh, and number two, trying to put it into you know, our own words uh, and work out what's going on. Critical thinking, I think that's a very underutilized skill. Uh, to be able to take time out and think about these things is it's very rewarding. Mentally, it's tough, but it's very rewarding, critical thinking. Anyway, that's the intro. Is green energy really the way forward? Well, if you're mainstream media, so your Sky News or BBC News or insert any other generic news around the world, or you're the World Economic Forum and you're Klaus Schwab with his massive agenda of you will own nothing and be happy by 2030, then the answer is definitely yes, green energy all the way. If you're most other people, or you're very sceptical of this, the answer is no, green energy is not the way forward. We've got to look at various reasons why, you know, why are we being pushed towards green energy? What is green energy? Well, it's you know renew, renewables, we can make use of the Earth's you know, environment, i.e. the sun, the, the windy elements is the word I was looking for, you know, sun, wind, etc., etc., uh, solar panels, and you know, wind turbines, air source heat pumps, water source heat pumps, you know, ground source heat pumps, you, you know, heat pumps in general, and these sorts of things. But what we're being forced into is we're being forced into these somewhat relatively inefficient technological and energy methods straight away. And we're not phasing out the others properly. Uh, oil is massive. Oil is huge. Gas, massive. It's huge. You mention nuclear to a greenie and they'll probably have a heart attack. You know, oh, dangerous, etc., etc. Nuclear is, is the answer. Uh, spoiler alert, nuclear is probably the answer. But again, all these eco and environmental warriors tear their hair out at the idea of that, yet they're not coming up with any other solutions. There's a lot of environmental damage being done to produce things such as air source heat pumps, uh, wind turbines, and solar panels, for example. Now, what do I mean by that? Well. Yes, I fully appreciate that oil and gas and coal, for example, in order to get coking coal and bits and pieces like that, I understand that's not overly efficient, 
and that could be quite a dirty job to do, but someone's got to do it. So this is one of the paradoxes of, of green energy. You know, people think that these solar panels or wind turbines are either delivered by the stalk or they're made on magic solar panel trees. And that's not quite the case. There are a lot of components that go into these things. For example, cobalt, lithium. Now, if you've ever seen photos of lithium mining or, or any form of cobalt mining or in order to make coking coal for, for steel and other purposes, it is incredibly environmentally damaging to do. Yet, we are being pushed down this route. So it's okay on the face of it, Charles, uh, you know, Schwab at the World Economic Forum and, and, our, and our government and governments around the world and the mainstream media and social media companies and the big agenda people saying, solar, solar, solar. Yeah, right, okay, fine. But they're not telling you how on earth they, you're going to make a solar panel. And with the amount of carbon emissions involved, I don't know the number, but I can imagine with the amount of carbon emissions involved in making a solar panel and in making a wind turbine, do you know what? You're actually better off just reopening that coal plant and getting it fired up and running because that will help ease any supply issues uh, in the short to medium term. So it's when you think about that and when you put points down like that, that the critical thinking really does come in. And this is the important aspect of it. Again, can we're looking at the question of, is green energy really the way forward? That's the question we're looking at. I believe it possibly is, but not in the way that we are being pushed towards it. Uh, just not, yeah, just not. It's just not good, is, here, is my personal opinion on that. But let's dive deeper. We have in the property sphere in, in the UK at the moment, where we have energy performance certificate ratings, our energy performance certificates. Now, not every home has one at the moment, but the government's plan is for every home to have one, whether they, whether they want to or not. But if you're renting a property, the energy performance certificate from 2025 at the time of recording needs to be a C level or above. So on an energy performance certificate, you've got a rating between A and G. A is the very best, as in the most energy efficient home you can have. G is the very worst, so least energy efficient. Most homes in the UK are a D rating, and they are a D rating because the biggest determining factor of energy performance certificates is the year that the home was built. Of course, once it's built, it's built. There's a lot of software issues at the moment in how you produce energy certificates. So I've done example, I've been to homes in the past as a qualified energy assessor. I've been to homes in the past where you have, someone has changed a, a regular condensing combination gas boiler over to a air source heat pump in order to be more energy efficient. Um, and because the software doesn't actually like all electric systems or has not been updated yet to like all electric systems uh, the customer's energy certificate rating went down uh, it went down from a c down to a d i.e in the eyes of the certificate their home had become less energy efficient so again very bizarre you've got all this drive to get rid of gas and let's put all these air source heat pumps in i'm not a fan of that technology anyway 
it's very inefficient in comparison to a, a gas combi boiler, especially a condensing gas combi boiler, very energy inefficient. Also very expensive to put in. If you're a homeowner and you're being told to put in a you know, 25, 30,000 pound bit of equipment, be honest with you, there's a lot of people out there that would rather not do that and would be happy with their regular boiler or whatever it is. If you're a landlord and you're being asked to put these measures in, again, incredibly expensive. You could, you might as well sell your portfolio. You know, you, the odds of landlords being able to afford that, highly unlikely. Secondly, because of planning laws and planning conditions around things such as air source heat pumps, it's okay for the government to come in and say, yep, air source heat pumps are the way forward. But if you're familiar with the UK, you look at the rows and rows of what we would call terrace houses up and down the country. There's not a lot of space in them. Some of them are very, very small, especially up in, in the north of, of England. And then you're trying to deal with all these planning rules and regulations, noise regulations, a lot of regulations. So trying to retrospectively fit all of this in, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost taxpayers and future taxpayers billions, maybe even trillions of pounds in order to retrospectively fit all these things in. And again, if you're making that many air source heat pumps and you're making that many wind turbines and solar panels and the mining involved and the, the transportation involved of getting parts, all the parts together and putting them together and these sorts of things, how energy efficient is that? How green is that actually? I'm gonna guess that it's, it's not that green at all. All the while, with energy policy around the world, or certainly here in, in Western Europe in general, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Now I've covered that in, in episodes and writings before. We are continually shooting ourselves in the foot because we're not dealing with the supply. Now you can have a lot of solar panels, you can have a lot of wind turbines, but does that then replace what's being used at the moment? Does it add extra capacity to the grid? The answer is no. You'd probably need to fill up the whole of the, the world's oceans with wind turbines in order for them to generate the same amount of power um, that, that we're already using as a planet. I don't have the scientific evidence on that, but maybe that's the case. But certainly a wind turbine does not have the same energy output than a nuclear power plant. This is why nuclear is the answer. But you mentioned nuclear to people, they seem to flip out. Yes, there's been issues before in you know, Chernobyl 1986, I believe it was. Uh, been there, I've actually been there on a, on a holiday, so to speak. A very strange place, very weird place. People will look at Fukushima, but that was, that was a tsunami effectively that caused that uh, nuclear meltdown. It wasn't, wasn't the plant itself, it was the tsunami beforehand, but that's part of Japan's geography. So nuclear is the answer, nuclear is the way forward. But then we're in this paradox of how quick can you get a nuclear plant up and running? It's a very slow process, especially if you're building a new one from scratch. All these eco warriors and greenies get involved and, you know, they flip out at the thought of, you know, these, these plants being put in and, you know, we're ruining the world. Oh, yeah, but at the same time, I'm happy to, you know, drive everywhere and I'm happy to, you know, use my solar panels that are very damaging in terms of making the solar panels. I'm happy to use them and I want my, 
you can see how this argument starts to fall down. You can see how this argument starts to make less sense as we're thinking through it as method methodically as possible. Th these things aren't adding up. It's like we're trying to add two and two up, but we're making six. Isn't working at the moment, is it? But what's all this for? What's all this energy policy for? Is it to meet the needs of Klaus Schwab and his cronies at the World Economic Forum? Are we actually in the middle of climate change? And there's a, a lot of studies out there that will suggest that man-made climate change doesn't exist. I'd personally be inclined to agree with that somewhat because I'm a believer that the earth goes through big, big policies, aside policies, um, cycles of where it heats up and it cools down. That's why we've had ice ages. That's why you read old stories about the River Thames in the river that runs through the main river that runs through London. It, yeah, it's, it's frozen over before so much so in the 19th century. Apparently, an elephant walked across the River Thames. So, I mean, these things do happen and these things can happen. But unfortunately, climate change is the latest stick that we're all going to be beat with, whether we like it or not. And that's why I don't do much mainstream media. That's why you shouldn't probably do much mainstream media either. You're being force-fed this, this crap day in, day out. And we've had lockdowns because of viruses and, and so forth and social experiments on that point of view. And we're going to continue, unfortunately, under the guise of climate change, we're going to continue having that moving forwards. And, and that's dangerous. That's a very, very dangerous situation to be in because, again, it's going to be climate change. It's going to be this push towards green energy, which <laughs> we'll go back to the question of the episode. Is green energy really the way forward? I would say no, it's not. Not right at the moment. Not in the way that we are being pushed towards it. Not in the way that it's being rammed down our throats. Not in the way that we are trying to get rid of coal and gas and oil as quickly as possible. Look at the damaging effects that's had. Look at your energy bill. That's all you've got to do. Look at your energy bill and realise that it's absolutely insane. People will say, well, you know, well, Russia invaded Ukraine and uh, it's all Putin's fault. No, it's not Putin's fault. Yes, Russia invading Ukraine didn't help. But if you look at the factors as to why that happened, it was NATO's, it was NATO's fault and it has been their fault for a very long time as to why they invaded in the first place. So, but that's not for this episode. We're looking at is green energy really the way forward? My answer to that is no, but I do believe that if we think about it more strategically, we think about it in a better way, that there is definitely a place for solar panels, wind turbines and the like, air source heat pumps. I agree, there is a place for that. Nuclear is going to be the answer in order to meet our energy needs. But at the moment, we're all being pushed and coerced into an elitist agenda that's going to cripple most of us financially and economically. And that's why we have to make a stand and we have to sort the, the wheat from the chaff, so to speak, or whatever that phrase is. So that, that is food for thought um, on green energy. Hopefully that somewhat balanced argument um, helps to put a new perspective into your mind and the way that you think and we'll continue to monitor what's going on 
and get back to you, you know, with our thoughts moving forward. But until next time, I'll feel the same. <laughs>